table. Five, four, three, two, one. Non-rock-a-boatus must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? Brett, delusional. Delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. Yeah! What? What? Desperate times call for faithful men and not for careful men. The careful men come later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Go into all the world and make disciples. Not go into the world and make buddies. Not to make brosives. Right. Don't go into the world and make homies. Right. Disciples. I, yeah. got, I got a bit of a jiggle neck. <laughs> That's a joke, Pastor. When we have the real message of truth, we cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when yeah. they're not. Take an amazing journey to a place that will blow your mind and move your heart so you will never be the same again. It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be lifted up above the hills and all the nations shall flow to it and many peoples shall come and say come let us go to the mountain of the lord to the house of the god of jacob that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths for out of zion shall go the law and the word of the lord from Jerusalem. What's up, y'all? This is Apologia Radio. I'm uh, one of your uh, one of your hosts um, here today. Where and, was Mortimer? Um, and uh, oh, Mortimer, that was see. He, did, he didn't agree. To, he wanted like a royalty deal, so we can only use him like one time. <laughs> I guess so. Goodness gracious! If you want to hear Mortimer do the opening of Apologia Radio, just listen to <laughs> last week's episode, and um, that was a lot of fun, and and totally amazing that you had no clue what was even happening i i know like we started to hit record and my voice was like going and i'm freaking out like Lack of sleep I i'm talking <laughs> i think That's exactly even, what it was even more amazing was how the look on jerry's face because he couldn't figure out why mortimer was talking and your lips weren't moving what's happening what's happening <laughs> it was a very confusing time yes this is apology radio you get us at apologioradio.com a-p-o-l-o-g-i-a radio.com that's where you go to get all of our episodes. There's like 130 some odd episodes. Uh, fantastic stuff. I think we're really blessed you guys and your families and your churches. And uh, that's where your you get it. Also, really cool, discovered that um, uh, there was a Sunday school class uh, at a Baptist church that was playing um, Apologia TV in the Sunday school. Uh, the episode with Colin Gunn on Wait Till It's Free about uh, the Christian approach to healthcare. That was really encouraging. So uh, you can get all of the television show content, the after show content, and all the podcast special stuff we're doing. You can get it all at ApologiaRadio.com. You just become a subscriber. It's $7.95 a month. That's it. Donation. You can do more if you like. Um, And that's how you support the work of the ministry here at Apologia Church. Uh, we're really, really blessed by all you guys that have uh, started um, subscribing and you're getting all that content. And they're posting photos yep. of watching it in their house, which is awesome to yes. see. Very cool. And yeah, so keep doing that. I want to encourage you guys, if you're not a subscriber yet to the additional content, I want to sort of explain to you, um, nothing's changed uh, with the Ministry of Apologia Church in terms of getting 
uh, the gospel out, the media outreach that we're doing. So the podcast stuff you guys are getting, the YouTube stuff, that's all, none of that changes. The only thing that does change with those of you guys who aren't subscribers is that you're actually getting more content now than you ever did before, um, even not as a subscriber. Because a lot more content. A lot more content because those who are subscribing are allowing us to actually produce more content as a ministry to put more stuff out. So the one thing that is changing for those of you guys that uh, aren't actually, you know, subscribing and things like that is that you're getting more stuff now. So that's, that's what's changing. You're getting a lot more now. Uh, so if you'd like to actually partner with us uh, as a ministry and join in the work of ministry that we're doing and get more stuff like the after show stuff with Dr. White and John Sampson, Colin Gunn, um, as soon, I think today's episode we're doing is with Justin Peters Gary and DeMar. Gary DeMar. And we also did one on abortion. There's more stuff there besides the television show and the, the after show on the couch. You're just going to get more of that stuff if you're a subscriber and you actually, by subscribing and joining with us, you are partnering with us as a ministry to do what we're doing. Um, I, I, you guys know, we try to be really transparent here. I'll just tell you, like, um, None of the stuff that we're doing is free. <laughs> there's no such thing as free media. Yeah. And there's no such thing as gay marriage. Yeah, yeah that's there you go. Two there things. you go. Two things that don't really exist. Yes. Um so like, you know, it 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 as a ministry, you know, there's costs involved of the place that we're sitting in right now to do this, all the stuff that we're talking to you on right now that actually costs the ministry money to to get to use. Um, you know, you it, it's this is actually really expensive. <laughs> to be honest with you. And so you help us as a ministry to not only do what we're doing now, but do more. Like, for example, um, we do have plans of actually flying out um, a lot of, you know, really solid um, theologians, scholars, you know, that sort of stuff, flying them out to do content that we can make accessible to everybody and do things like Apology Academy and those, that, which is actually underway right now. Um, so, so listen, when you partner with us at ApologiaRadio.com, you, you really do join with us in this ministry. You, you do. You, you are actually making this possible. So I wanted to say this. The free podcast that goes out every single week, the reason that can happen is because somebody supported Apology at Church. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's yes, why. Sir. So you got what you're listening to right now because somebody um, felt led to give. And that, so that's it. That's all I want to say about that. And, and that's that's what this is is all about is being able to have a dramatic impact in the world around us for the cause of the gospel. And that's it. So you, you go to ApologyRadio.com to do it. And sitting next to me is my son, Sage. Hello. Sage is here. And let's Luke over there. Luke the Bear. What up, though? And uh, Joy the Girl. Hello. Hey, somebody thought that I was saying something else for like forever. Did you see that post? Someone thought uh-huh. I was. It, someone thought I was saying all this time. It was like an inside joke. Someone thought I was saying, enjoy the girl. And then enjoy the girl. Enjoy, oh, enjoy, enjoy the girl. Her. And and I was saying wow. something about you, and they were like, and they finally realized like, this week. Hey, what's her name though? Yeah, they finally realized this week. I was saying, joy the girl. Oh, the girl. Well, we all do enjoy joy the girl. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Um. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, that was uh, Jerry right there. Hey, Please. I have a I have a special song for our friends today. Oh, you do. They're joining us. Please feel all free. Right. So not only are we doing a radio show today. Love it. Yes. Four pickers. Took me a second. I noticed. We got we have three woodpeckers 
in the studio today. Three. Well, Jerry used to be one. A four. Yeah. Yes. So he's, he's, a a, he's an alumni. I'm really glad. He, he's a retired woodpecker. <laughs> I'm glad that I just, I just really, I came out and yes. and really just said that that's who I was. Yes. And now all these years later, now it's paying off. Yeah. It's, it's really off. become a popular trend. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna the, start my own T-shirt line probably. For the record, Jerry, can yes. you please explain to our audience where that came from? Because I get asked that all the time, and I was like, I don't. I don't know. I just that's what we did. That's what we say. It was, it's not a homeschool no, conference. No, no, no. It was a decade ago, <laughs> and someone was asking. And it's not a bird watching no, group. It's a, it was, <laughs> okay, so it was, it was a decade ago. Um, there was I was at a. Uh, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I was at a I was at a college Bible study, and it was a question and answer session. Someone was asking about dating versus courtship, and they were kind of referring to a book by a guy named Joshua Harris, who wrote a book called "I Kiss Dating Goodbye." Yeah. And growing up in the homeschool community, Joshua Harris was a really popular guy. I basically could call him the Justin Timberlake of homeschooling. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so basically he'd be like, I'm bringing homeschool back because the public schoolers don't know how to act. <laughs> so basically that's the essential part of it. So someone was asking, and, and so the, uh, the guy who was teaching obviously knew they were referring to Joshua Harris. He goes, listen... I don't think you should take all your relationship from advice from a single homeschooled woodpecker. <laughs> and the whole audience, it was at, I think it was at a, it was over at ASU, so there were probably 200 people in the oh, audience, wow. and everyone just started roaring laughing. And I, uh, of Unless course, there, there it I is. thought it was really funny just because I knew Joshua Harris. I'd read his books. Yeah. I went to one of his conferences back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, that's where it came from. I love it. I love it. That's and good. That's uh, you guys want to introduce yourselves? You can come over and talk on a, on Jerry's mic. We also have the Isaiah. It's Isaiah. Isaiah. That's Isaiah. He actually Isaiah. Actually, and his brother. Hey, I'm Carmen. Carmen uh, edited edited some of our Apologia TV, right? Not just some of it. They shot and edited the entire after show with Gary Damar. That's the bomb. J- yeah. Just doing was... my job. <laughs> oh. oh. What did he say? Just doing, just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> That's very... You know what, dude? I'm just doing my you. job for the Lord. You didn't bring any cookies today, though, did you? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, good. I bring cookies every week. I was about to throw it out. He said, I bring cookies Luke every week. Luke would kill me if I did. He would, he would turn it's into just the my bear. Job. He, he, he brings, like, cookies me. made from scratch, like the real dill. Homeschooled cookies. Homeschooled right. cookies. Um, please, please to uh, have your attention. <laughs> um, I think that um, a lot of things are funny. <laughs> I like funny things. And by the way, we got a we got a message from somebody, and, and we love all of our listeners. And here's the thing: I can I can I say this to you guys? Oh my goodness! If we could respond to all of everybody's complaints and desires for this show, we would never get a show done. Um, we love all of you, and let me just tell you this: is kind of a funny thing. I if you knew how many emails come in of people telling us you need to do this in the show and yeah. not that and this and that. I mean, trust me, there would never be an apology or radio. It would never happen because everybody has a way they want things done. So we got like a message from somebody who's like, I love the show. I love the show. I'm a big fan. And, and I really appreciate that. And they were like, but there was too much playing around. And, you know, and it was like, you know, you need to spend like less time doing this. Get it more balanced and, you know, everything else. That's why you have to uh, subscribe. <laughs> and more, then you get tons more. of content. You get a ton of, yeah. So it'll balance itself out with exactly. the other content. So here's the thing. Listen, what you're getting here, this is just our personality. This is mm-hmm. just who we are. And when we, we can't do the show without being like this. We just can't yeah. be not us. So here's the thing. Um, we we wanted to do a show years ago that was not like other Christian radio programs. There are tons of Christian radio programs that are just theological programs that just talk about theology for hours, which I love and it's all necessary. But there are not a lot of shows that do what we do where we actually, you know, we we get into deep theological issues, we engage the culture, and we're just us. And like, you know, we have mm-hmm. a good time, we talk. 
Christians can have fun. We can have fun. What? So, we love you, our listeners, but I got to tell you this right now. We just, we can't change what we're doing. We just love it too much. And you know what's funny, Joy, is uh, we were at a conference uh, in Canada and one person walked up to us. They're standing next to each other. They walked up to the table like, oh, huge fan. He, these guys don't know each other. Uh-huh. And one guy was going, man, the music you guys play, like, can you stop playing that during <laughs> when you talk? And then the other guy goes, looks at us, he shakes his head, he goes, no, don't stop playing. That's one of the best things in the show. And I was like, so that's just the thing. You can't satisfy yeah. Yeah. everybody. One guy's uh-huh. like, stop playing the music during when you talk. And the other guy goes, no, that's my favorite part. And some people go, can you stop like the joking around and just get to the theology? And the other people go, that's why I listen to the show. Yeah. So, you know, we're trying our very best to please God. Yeah, the, the, the only way this will work is if... <laughs> the only way this will work is if we make stuff that we like. Yes. And that's just the thing. And, you know, and people will either like it or they won't, but yeah. we'll grow an audience that way. And yeah. that's just how... That's how everything works. So, speaking of what makes me laugh, I apologize. Nothing. On the ring. That is one of the most hilarious videos ever. And I told Joy before I started, I think I watched that thing like 10 or 12 times in a row. Took a break, went back to it. <laughs> a little later. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Wow. I have gone back to it. I've gone on your page. Yeah. Yeah. To did get you, to did it you again. you watch it and say, Irma Gersh. Irma Gersh. Irma Gersh, John Perper. Have you seen that? It's yes, like the girl the, with the braces and the crazy things in her hair. She's like, Irma Gersh, John Perper. <laughs> John Perper. All right, y'all. So here we go. I think someone just turned me up, like, loud. With your foot? Did you? Did I bump that? Might, maybe I bumped it. There you it. go. All right, so I'm screaming in my ears right now. All right, guys, so. Way to go, Luke. Stay with us. This is who we are, guys. That's Joy the Girl, Luke the Bear. That's uh, Nostradamus, King Ginger, uh, my and, son. And the Woodpecker Gang. I don't want to, be, want to call my, my son's been on a show a bunch. Saji. What, what should I call him? What should I call him? <laughs> I call him Saji. We'll think about something. Nothing was... Domo Regato, Mr. Roboto? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. We'll figure, we'll figure, always, out, we'll figure I, out names. I always call Sage Priest. That's more of a reference to the show Vikings. Okay. Not everybody Apple gets Stan. that, though. I, I get it. Nobody yeah. watches Vikings except you two. Not right. true. So, yes. Not true. So we'll Squeech. figure out names for you guys, too. Give Luke a minute. Give <laughs> Luke seconds. a minute. All right, guys. Be right back. ApologiaRadio.com. Stay with us. We're going to talk about abortion, Planned Parenthood when we get back. Beauties and beasts, I have some good news for you. But in order for me to tell you the good news, I must share with you the bad. A beard can be a most magnificent thing, but it can also be the downfall of a man. An unmaintained beard prevents a face from shining. An unmaintained beard causes dry, itchy skin. An unmaintained beard is a source of beardruff. You know, like dandruff, but beardruff. An unmaintained beard is sharp and ruthless, like iron bristles, not good for the lady friend. An unmaintained beard forfeits future growth based on the lack of preparation today. And let's not forget that an unmaintained beard robs your face from smelling amazing. Let not 
thy beard be thy downfall. Protect your manlyhood. An epic combination of manliness and manhood. If you are hearing this today, there is hope for your beard. Go to yukonsbeard.com and enter the code APOLOGIA and you can save some money while you save your face. did get to listen to last week's broadcast when I was um, doing a wedding in Kauai where you had my boy Vocab Malone. Oh, I didn't know you heard it. I did. I, I got to hear it. It was very good. I always love it when Vocab's on the show. Um, yeah, he was he was extra funny in that show for and a reason. It's so funny because I did his show yesterday. Right. I did a couple shows with him for um, the Durban Theologian broadcast. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, on that show, he's very serious. He, right. doesn't, he doesn't cut, you know, cut right. loose. But he gets on our show and he's just like, just chilling, fun, yeah. laughing. I'm like, I'm glad. I actually thought, I'm really, really glad that, that yeah. he he can do that. Like, yeah. he realizes, comes to Apologia, he can be serious, but also he can just sort of like cut loose and have fun. Well, he and just talk about G.I. Joe for hours. Yeah, I know, right? He doesn't have time to be silly in his show. It's 25 only like minutes. two minutes. Yeah, it's very short. And he's just fast paced. Um, all right, guys. So we're back here, ApologiaRadio.com. Oh, here's what I was getting at. Oh, here's what I was doing. Uh, so I'm very, very glad that I got a little bit of vindication last week in the show when Vocab was talking about the ones and twos. He explained oh, sure to you, you guys better about that. that that's a real thing, like the ones and twos is the turntables. Like, it's not for Marcus, though. I, I, I know. So I just was I was very <laughs> happy that I got a hip-hop artist that was like, I got Jeff. I feel him. I don't You're know relevant. that. I don't know. My problem wasn't that it wasn't a real thing. It was coming my, out of your mouth. It was coming out of my mouth. I just mouth. didn't know like how many ones and twos are going on in that office. Okay. There's very few ones and twos <laughs> going on in this office. Well, it's a metaphor, so calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, selector. Come down, selector. All right, so if you are into adultery... <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> nice segue there. That was real smooth. <laughs> Thank you. So if you're into adultery uh, and you have participated in uh, Ashley Madison, the website that hooks up, it's a it's a match.com. It's a it's a dating kind of website situation for married people who life want, is short, have an affair. Yeah, the married people who want to commit adultery, and they and it has just been it is. I went to a Christian counselors conference about four years ago, biggest one in the world. I mean, it was amazing. It was huge. And one of the one of the, the sessions that I was in, the guy was talking about just about sexual addiction. And one of the things he was talking about was Ashley Madison. So I heard about Ashley Madison years ago. Like, whoa, there's a whole website dedicated Who? to Is it Ashley Madison or Madsen? Um, it's Madison. Madison. Yeah. Madison. You want to with our one listeners. One of our favorite <laughs> listeners is uh, is Madsen, and she is very upset <laughs> right <Okay>. now. <laughs> uh, so Ashley Madison is the website. Uh, and here's what happened. Um some hackers hacked into Ashley Madison. Joy, take us away. Okay. Well, so they they hacked in and collected uh, personal information on 37 million subscribers. Which How many subscribers? Dang. 37 million. Shame on us which for actually, even having uh, that many. It goes. The article goes on to say that they're from all 37 million subscribers. So that means that there are 37 million subscribers on AshleyMadison.com. 
Um, so 37 million married people out there. I would imagine that t- at least a few of those people are married to each other yeah. already. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I what know you. you. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, so that would anyway, be hilarious. Essentially, they um, unless the hackers said that unless you shut this website down, we're gonna uh, leak all the information of all 37 million subscribers. So only two people have actually been leaked, and I don't know if they're gonna shut it down or whatever. But um, uh, Michael Solmeyer, the director of cybersecurity initiative at Harvard's John F. Kennedy School of Government's Belfer Center. Wow, Ooh, that's a crazy title. That's a mouthful. Um. He suggested that on any such site, users can and should change their passwords often. I would just say, don't cheat on your wife or husband. <laughs> How about you just don't go to the site? <laughs> that's our that's Apologia's official statement on it. Instead I think ours of, is better. <laughs> instead of changing your passwords and and pay, oh, because people paid, people have paid extra. So Ashley Madison's also, they're um they're pretty uh clever. So they because, have like Ashley Madison all access. Well, they had people pay extra. For like scrubbing services that will like get rid oh. of all all your dirt. But that doesn't work because hackers. I mean, they're hackers. They're hackers. So basically, if you're gonna sin, don't don't do just it. get really good at it. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> just repent. Yeah. Great <laughs> idea. You can never sin with impunity. It's it's right, uh, yeah. gonna, it's gonna eventually be sh- displayed before the world. Oh yeah. Either now or at the end of time. Yeah. Uh, and here here's a good question to have. I think that uh, it'd be good to talk about it for just a moment here. Uh. What are the are the ethic the ethics behind hackers hacking into an adultery website and threatening to expose everybody? The ethics because they're not profiting right. from it, right? They're just uh, stepping into this adulterous ring of ultimately criminals yeah. against God. Well, and there's a person uh, in you know in one of the news stations. She um, she said that basically she thought that the hackers were attempting to embarrass the company. But I feel like that was not at all their intention. If they want the if they want the website shut down, maybe, I feel like that's not why maybe they would. Maybe they're just hackers that really, really care about marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Marcus, it reminds me. <laughs> hey. It reminds me of Mr. Robot, the show, this new show Marcus and I it have been watching. It is essentially like Mr. Robot. In the very first episode, he like blows up this guy who's. Uh, calls the cops on him and stuff that exposes him. Yeah, he's a cyber to, vigilante. Yeah, and the yeah, and the guy's like all in the child porn and all stuff. And the guy's like, "How much money do you want?" You know, and he's like, "I'm not doing it for the money." So he's out here like hacking bad guys and getting them in trouble just for the sake of like yeah, it's sort of like a, a Robin Hood. What I, yeah. I think we have to be clear: it is still vigilante justice, and, and right. God hates it. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. Yes, Jesus Duke. Sorry. <laughs> well, so yeah, I'm interested in seeing what Ashley M- Madison does. Do, are they going to like shut down their website? Wouldn't that or be a glorious though? Because their... like, God uses pagan things to shut yeah. down pagan things. Mm. So I mean, either way. Yeah. So so, um, well, the question is: Is is it really vigilante justice? It's not. It's not. This is not mob justice. Well, vigilante. they're not. They're not. It's not like they're not. It's not like North Korea when they were going after the interview and they were like giving a bribe, do this or I'll do that. Mm-hmm. They're just essentially saying shut down yeah. or I'll expose everybody. Yes. But either way, you're going to shut down yes. no matter what. Yes. So it's not exactly the, a bribe situation yeah. in the same sense. Not a bri- yeah. Well, they're not, just, they're not just threatening to release uh, like personal information. They're going to release 
profile information as yes. well. So it'll and say new like and new pictures. Yeah, so, so like what you're into, not good, but like you know. what you say you are looking for on the site and yeah. all that kind of thing. So so there obviously is a struggle there. You release nude pictures. Well, that is there goes your desire yeah. for marriage. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So, so yeah. yeah, well, you're kind of so. Yeah. But uh, the number one place, if I if I have this right, I read an article on it, the number one place, the most subscribers per capita. Um, on the site for the United States. So it's 37 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. And the most for the United States per capita is Washington, D.C. Mm. I think third is Phoenix. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so D.C. is number one and third is Phoenix. Interesting Washington, that in Washington, D.C. Well, we know they care about marriage a lot. They really love marriage there. They love marriage. They've shown that. Now you see why our White House was lit up with rainbow colors. How many? Apparently yeah. a lot of people like Ashley Madison. Makes me wonder too. How many of these subscribers are active active churchgoers? Very good question. Yeah, yeah. think about something to think about. Do you want anything else on that? No, no, okay. So um, Ashley, so I mean, here's uh, the thing: uh, uh, sin will always find you out. I mean, you will Truth. ultimately get caught uh, either in this life or the next. Uh, all sins are ultimately going to be exposed. And I think this is a small foreshadowing of the exposure of, of sin that will happen for everybody. Uh, and that's why you need to flee your sin and your, quote, righteousness, both to Christ and be found only in him, hiding in him and his righteousness. Um, or be and, exposed on hidden camera while you're drinking wine and a salad. Yes. Or be a very good segue. Um, well, I'm getting better, man. I'm getting better. Speaking of exposure of sin, uh, everybody's aware, I'm sure, of the recent um, uh, things that have come out. A sting operation, a very elaborate sting operation. A very elaborate sting operation. Over two years in the making. Two years Three in the years. making. Three years in the making. Three years, yeah. Um, wow. Uh, putting together essentially a, a company that could infiltrate the ranks of Planned Parenthood at the highest level to speak to them about the sale of body parts from these babies that have been murdered by Planned Parenthood. Um, and it's interesting, just quickly, I'm going to hand it over to Jerry to bring us into this. I, I find it very, very interesting. The discussion is about human tissue. Uh, human tissue. We're talking about babies and their body parts here. Hearts, livers, uh, brains. Cells make tissues. Tissues make organs and organs make bodies. Yep. Biology yep. 101. There you go. But it, it's amazing to talk about this in the context of uh, just tissue. Um, well, that tissue belonged to someone. <laughs> and it was, uh, right. it was uh, not just random cells tossed about. It was actually uh, uh, designed beautiful little hearts and uh, livers and kidneys and lungs and uh, legs and toes and brains and eyes and that's that's what we're really talking about here but Jerry bring us into it yeah so um just wanted to I know on the last week's segment you talked about the first Planned Parenthood video where the lady was drinking the wine and having the salad just they're talking very casually about it and as I had watched the video I know a lot of people who watched it were commentating on different blogs, especially mostly I saw asked Dr. Brown's um, Dr. Brown's Facebook page that they were more upset just because of the tissue donation uh, or the, t- the just the use of the tissues or the different body parts. And, and obviously that made me cringe. But what the most eerie thing to me when watching that video was about four minutes into the video, 
where this is the the first video the first video release that was so mm -hmm. people want to see it is the first video release yeah. that was actually edited yes okay and so it's about four minutes in and you'll see in the video where it starts it talks about the federal the uh partial birth abortion how it's a federal it says it's a federal felony punishable punishable by up to two years in prison or a fine up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars and the legal term says if he's extracted uh, intact and alive during an abortion is a, a born alive infant under federal law and any further action taken to kill him or her is homicide and so the, and this is what the lady says next about that law <laughs> yeah she goes the partial birth abortion under federal law the federal partial the federal partial birth abortion is a law and laws are open are up to interpretation so if I say on day one I do not intend to do this what ultimately happens does not matter. And so when I heard that, that just gave, that gave me, that chilled me to my core just because of the fact that right there you see what we always talk about, man's law versus God's law. What's happening in that? What's the, what's the core reason behind the reason why this is even happening? Because in her worldview, ultimately what happens, she's her own authority. So that's why she says, what ultimately, as long as I, my intention, as long as you judge me by my intentions, Ultimately, it doesn't really matter what the law says. I'm a law unto myself. I think that's really at the core of this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think people are talking about defund Planned Parenthood. We could de we could defund Planned Parenthood tomorrow. Four year. Yes. But unless hearts are regenerated, unless people are truly changed by the gospel, and they realize the reality of, of life as God defines it, Nothing's going to change. They're going to find ways. They're going to go other places besides pan Planned Parenthood. That's not the issue. So yeah. I just want to kind of lead you into that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unless we, as a, as a society, start seeing abortion for what it really is, and that is murder, then um, nothing's going to nothing's going to change. And, you know, they, they, uh, here's the thing. Listen, when you have people suggesting that um, we're, we're, we're victorious now because we've brought the abortions down to 20 weeks, you know, listen, let me just say this. <laughs> That's not victory. Right. Because we don't don't shout in praise to the fact that abortions now are brought down to 20 weeks as though that solved the problem. What about all the other human babies, these beautiful image bearers of God that are being slaughtered, torn apart, limb from limb, uh, disemboweled, decapitated up to 20 weeks? Yeah, if you make abortion harder to get at the clinics, it's going to be easier to get at CVS and Walgreens. Yes. So it doesn't work. Capitalism doesn't work in incrementalism. Like right. incrementalism and capitalism are constantly battling each other, and capitalism will always find a way. We cannot allow politicians to believe that they have soothed us and that they've satisfied us because they have brought it down a week or two. That doesn't satisfy me. You're still murdering children. And until it's stopped... The Christian church will never stop fighting to end this monstrosity among us, murdering babies. That's what's happening, and it must stop, and it will stop. And quickly, before we go into our break, I'm going to say this. It's only going to stop when the Christian church rises mm -hmm. up to yep. go to where it's taking place, to expose the darkness with the light, to bring the gospel there, to offer help. To, to do everything we can to end it. We need to expose the darkness. That's the only way it's ever going to stop. I, I, I Would you, as a Christian today, knowing what took place in Auschwitz, Auschwitz, would you stand outside Auschwitz 
knowing the dead bodies piled up to expose it to the German people, would you do it? Would you stand outside Auschwitz knowing what took place there? That's what's taking place in our day with Planned Parenthood and all these other abortion facilities. They're just murder mills. Murder Inc. That's what it is. All right, guys. Be right back. What's up, y'all? This is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio at ApologiaRadio.com. Want to talk to you guys about an amazing connection that we have right now with Whitfield Theological Seminary. I want you to run over to Whitfield.edu, Whitfield.edu, W-H-I-T-E-F-I-E-L-D.edu. I want you to check out the programs they have. They have undergraduate programs at Whitfield College, and they also have Whitfield Theological Seminary for the graduate degree and above and beyond. I I think you'll really be impressed with the rigorous nature of the classes, the consistent biblical worldview taught and adhered to. I want you to contact Whitfield Theological Seminary at whitfield.edu. Get a hold of our friend, Dr. Kenneth Talbot, and start your classes today. ApologiaRadio.com. Question to be asked that a lot of people may be kind of working through in their minds is what do we say about the company that was set up by people to expose Murder Inc. Like the fact that they spent a couple years dealing in deception, that they pretended to be something that they weren't in order to get footage of these Planned Parenthood executives mm-hmm. and stuff uh, saying what we all need to hear. So what of righteous deception? That's the question to ask. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as righteous deception? Yes. Yes. Next subject. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, <laughs> talk about that for a moment. Um, Wilson wrote an article. Yeah, on, on blog and May blog. He, all right. uh, talk about it. He had an article that came out Monday, July 20th, called The Ethics of Righteous Video Sting Operations. And so I'm going to kind of read here some of it real quick. Um, so he kind of gets in. He says, so what So what do I think of this operation? I think it is the best thing to happen to the pro-life cause since Roe introduced this bloody debacle into our national life. And I don't think, and our, excuse me, and I don't just think this because God draws straight with crooked lines. In this case, he was drawn straight with straight lines. I believe the next president should award the person who organized this operation with the Medal of Freedom. And yes. prior to that, I believe pro-life activists should make a point of talking about this in superlatives. We should apply every accolade we can find. Wow. Um, so he kind of goes through, I don't, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's just really, really well done if you get a chance to check it out. Um, so he kind of goes, he says, you know, basically there's the view that Christians uh, have that we may never deceive in any situation. 
Um, and he says that's exegetically and theologically indefensible and rapidly devolves into silliness. Um, so he goes on to talk about like Rahab with, with Jericho. He says, when Jericho Homeland Security asked Rahab which way the spies went, no one thinks she should have said, thank you for this opportunity to come clean. They are up on the roof hiding under the flax. Jericho Homeland Security. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Wilson. Um, you know, then he goes on to bring up, he talks about the, the Hebrew midwives um, who basically lied to, to Pharaoh to protect the children. And, and he, he likens that to the situation. It's a, it's a very similar situation where these people are being de- deceptive in order to save the lives of these unborn children being murdered. How about David pretending to be a crazy person foaming at the mouth to preserve his own life? That was deception. Yes. Yeah. How about... Um... Nathan's rebuke of David. That's, that's right. That's what I was going to say. That next. was deception. He brings that up, yeah. Right. Um, and then, so the one thing I really wanted to get to is his last paragraph. And then I'll let you guys discuss. He says, one final objection. How can this be a confrontation of Planned Parenthood that reveals to them what they are doing? The video reveals that they know in bone-chilling ways exactly what they are doing. But here is the real value of the videos. This was not... A sting just on Planned Parenthood. This was a sting operation being run on the American conscience. The revealing was done to America. America was being shown what America is doing. This is not mere tissue removal. Cysts don't have livers, legs, hearts, and lungs. The nation was lied to, and the sellers of baby parts got away with it. Because the nation wanted to be lied to. Treating babies as mere tissue was a sexual convenience for a lot of people and a cold cash opportunity for others. Wow. Sex simply for recreation. Simply for recreation, devoid of any procreation or possibility of procreation. And so when we start having babies now, they are punishments. Like Obama said years ago in describing if one of his daughters was pregnant, he wouldn't want her punished with a child. (laughs) Punished with a child. You can't expect a man like that not to have a murderous heart when it comes to abortion. Right. He considers uh, a child or his his daughter's uh, child, his his grandchild, mm-hmm. a punishment. I actually I actually wrote a blog on lying versus deception a long time ago for Gospel Spam. Did you? But it was in the context of the show Big Brother. And so the the question I posed was, can a Christian go into Big Brother knowing that all they're going to be doing for three months is lying and deceiving everybody around them? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I actually used Doug Wilson's previous article on lying and deception and said, yes, mm. you could. Because everybody enters that house knowing they're going to be deceiving each other. It's like a game. You know, is it a sin to fake a pass in football? You know, I mean, that's, that's the premise. Is it premise. a sin to fake a pass in football? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Very so, good. So, so if you enter that house for three months, everybody is under the same impression that everybody is going to be lying to them. It's not really the it's not really lying, it's deception. There is a difference. Like kill and murder, lying, deception. There's they're two different words. I'm There's glad you brought up the football thing. Wilson also says in an article, he says, Is it a sin for a tank commander to paint his tank like a bush? <laughs> right. There you go. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right righteous deception. Yeah. It, it, and it, we have to be able to think in categories as Christians. To put that together. Like, I know there are very well-respected theologians that are very, very firm on the fact that you tell the truth. Like, I even know of a, of a well-known, very respected theologian that actually said 
that if you were in the time of the, the Nazi Holocaust and you were hiding Jews in your house and the, and, the, and the Nazis came to your door, the SS came to your door and said, are you hiding Jews? He says, you're under obligation by mm. God to say, yes, I'm hiding Jews because mm. that'd be a sin to lie. I'm thinking, what? Ignorance. Mm. What? That absolutely ignorant, mm. right? Like, and and uh, so that's that's amazing. I just, I'm having a moment here. As, as warm as it is, I'm having a flashback to the very first time we talked about um, this sort of thing on Apology Radio. Do you remember? No. When we had uh, <laughs> Doug What's-His-Rip. When it was like the most awkward oh, show. Giles. Doug Giles. Oh, it was Doug the most Giles. Awkward show ever. And we were like <laughs> sweating buckets. Oh my goodness. We had look look way in the past episodes, guys. Doug Giles. Uh, he's always on Fox News and stuff like that. The guy's just you know. He, he's eccentric. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. He 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 was on with us. He went absolutely crazy, and just dropped the mic and hung up. Yeah. And literally. uh. And the our our sound tech for KPXQ Salem Communications was just eyes out of his head staring at us like flush and just like uh, counting uh, he was mentally counting all the words he was going to have to He's like I don't cut know out. I, I, I don't know that. I might have to review that again guys and figure <laughs> out what to do with that and we were just like my face was red it took a while to recover from that I had supreme swack Yes cuz cuz his what swack what is uh, swack sweaty back Yeah uh, his daughter okay. Doug you Giles. Not always no, have here's that. the thing. This is good too. Watch this. It goes right along with it. That's that's good that you brought that up. I didn't even think about that. Uh, so Doug Giles' daughter uh, dressed up as a prostitute uh-huh. yeah. um, and went into one of these places that um, is run by the government or aided or funded by the government and uh, exposed them. But she was decept- deceiving. Mm-hmm. She yeah. went in there pretending to be a prostitute with her pimp. And she pretended to be underage, underage. Yeah. as well, right? And uh, and and shut. The organization yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Save the American taxpayer t- taxpayers. How much? Taxpayers. 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 A lot. I don't know. It was like five hundred million. Wow. Yeah, because she exposed them what they were doing, and they they defunded them, and mm-hmm. so five hundred million dollars uh, was not taken away from the American people because of her righteous deception. Yeah. But I mean, he, we 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 really have to stop being placing this false sense of piety right. that people have, and yeah. we have to realize we are at war. Yeah. You're like literal war, yeah, like they're point. actually murdering people, and we want to have false sense of piousness in in our, you know, we you know we post something on Facebook with the personhood. It was a personhood uh, made a graphic that said a Lamborghini costs an arm and a leg, according to Planned Parenthood, and people were commenting about how insensitive that graphic was, but it's actually what. The content of the video was about. They said they were, it. They were yeah. talking about selling arms and limbs for a price that she could get for a Lamborghini. She wanted a Lamborghini. Yes. And when we come out and say, oh, that's kind of really insensitive. No, that's exactly the point. It's right. supposed to be. It's supposed to be crass. Yeah. It's supposed to be harsh because that's what they are. Like, And so like, it kind of irritates me when... When our pious attitude, we want to appear self-righteous before everybody yeah. that we don't understand satire and jokes and like cutting like that Edges. stuff. Like well, that has, we have to get better at understanding that. You, The world has Colbert and Oliver and, and uh, Jon Stewart and they're brilliant at it. And even though I disagree with everything they say, 
they're really good at what they do and they can make you think about your own worldview uh, using humor and we need to understand how to do that uh, elijah did it when he said to the prophets of baal is your god on the toilet yeah. like you know and yeah. paul when he says why god taking a pee yeah. paul paul says why don't you just castrate your whole self yeah you know like galatians like, 5 he says well i hope these guys they want to circumcise you just go ahead and go all the way Right. I hope they cut themselves off. Exactly. I hope the knife slips. <laughs> yeah. He talked about these guys cutting off their genitals. Their like, man parts. I, I hope you cut off your stuff. Man exactly. That's what he said. Now, if that's we were to Bible. say something like that today, people would be like, guys. That's too crass. That's too crass, too mean. It's yeah. like, no, we need, I think, I don't think we have a sharp enough sword. Our tongues are not sharp enough. People need to check out the Martin Luther insult generator. Yeah. What they need to do. <laughs> we about that last week. Well, Luther, let's be honest. Luther, he was a little bit of a, yeah, loose cannon. Yeah, he, he was passionate. There's yeah. a place for for it, and then there's a place for yeah. yeah. Seriousness. Some of it you can satire. tell is self-seeking when yeah. you tell yeah. someone that they that they're basically a fart. Well, yeah. There's no like that's that might be a little self-seeking. No, there's no reason to always be biting. Yeah. But sometimes there's a reason to be biting. Yeah. And, and Marcus, <clears throat> here's the thing too. So we posted a, a picture of, you know, body parts for Lamborghinis. People were like tripping out saying that's insensitive. And you're right. That's the point. That's what they said. Yeah. Expose it. We didn't say it. We're not saying, oh, baby parts for Lamborghinis. God, no. We're, we're fighting <laughs> oh, for the lives of these babies. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a documentary filmmaker that exposed this and talking about the need to go. You're talking to a church that's in this fight up to our neck. And of course, so we're saying what they said. Another thing is too is that we cut a video where we took uh, how do you say it, Cecil? Yeah. Cecil Richards, the president Cecile. of Plan, uh, Cecile Richards, president of Planned Parenthood. We took her video where she was just Ooh. a lie, was just a liar. We took the video of her propaganda trying to cover herself up and her organization up, and we we placed it and layered it with. Uh, Nazi propaganda footage of Hitler preaching and a really cool mustache and a great we put a great Hitler mustache <laughs> on and we covered her had hair. The comb over. She already had the Hitler comb over, and so we just cut, Marcus colored her hair. We put her propaganda in the context of Hitler propaganda to demonstrate Hitler used propaganda and slaughtered Jews. This woman is using propaganda to slaughter our babies, and we put them together, lace them together, so you can see. Don't believe the propaganda. Don't believe the mass murderers. Don't believe what they say. Don't believe how they try to when they try to woo you. And people said under that stuff, Christians, well-meaning Christians, but but still, they said uh, this is really insensitive. This is not how you go about it. It's like, guys, you're never gonna win this war if you don't stop acting like Jesus is the hippie surfer in a wedding dress. Like you know, oh. Jesus is a conquering king. He is trampling people with his wrath, with those who oppose him in the book of Revelation. Look, we've got to uh, approach this issue in a way that's actually meaningful to the culture. Mm. Listen, people said, and people said, and I, I gotta, I was, I'll say this, I was offended that people would actually suggest, yeah. no, you need to go about it in this way. You're talking to a church that is in this fight saving babies that actually is on the streets, for goodness sakes. We are trying to expose this with righteous propaganda. Like they're using propaganda to murder babies. We need to show it for what it really is. That's she is right. a modern day Hitler. She is a modern She's day worse Hitler. Than Hitler. That's the point. Like it, she, Planned Parenthood and all this, the abortion industry has killed more people than Hitler did. Yeah. 
And so if there is an actual comparison. And if you say, well, like, well, but, but this is a different time, different scenario. No, that's propaganda. Hitler used propaganda to, to promote his worldview and what he wanted to do. She used propaganda to promote her worldview to murder more babies. She used soothing language and colorful language and terminology. And a hairstyle that looked exactly like Hitler's hairstyle. So there is a comparison. It (laughs) needs to be made. That Hitler part. And if we don't start cutting, then we're not going to expose them. You don't expose the abortion industry with being pro-life in your heart, in your house, and in your church. You expose the abortion industry by violently, Hmm. in a spiritual sense, coming against the culture with the truth. Not actual violence, but with the truth, you expose these murderers for what they are. Here's another thing. The false piety of people saying, oh, well, don't call him a monster. You'd be the same without the grace of God. Okay, look, can we, I know that, but there's <laughs> still monsters. It's, pre- it's presupposed. Yeah, yeah. let's right. I take it. Yes, I would be the same without the grace of God. Amen and glory to God that he saved me. But it doesn't change the fact that it's still a molester. It's still a murderer. It's still a thief. It's still a liar. And she's still a monster. That's a fact. And that needs to be highlighted. And goodness gracious, Christians, if we don't start saying the truth and getting out into the public realm with this stuff, we're not, we're not ever, we're not ever going to have any victory here. And so we start standing up, be willing to say something, be willing to, to engage in the sting operations, being willing to make the videos showing Richards as Hitler, because that's what she is. And you know, one of the most effective things about being in an abortion clinic is not necessarily every single person that turns away from the place. It's the fact that the entire community is driving by. Well, you have pictures of murdered babies and babies are murdered here signs exposing the darkness for what it is. You see, that's that's the, the seed that grows into the tree that finally bears the fruit that puts this under Jesus' feet when you start actually exposing it for what it is. We are back. ApologiaRadio.com. Hey Alex, is your marriage hard? Yeah Chris, it is. But like climbing a mountain, it's hard going up. But once you're at the top, it's beautiful. I wish there were a place where people would talk about marriage and the gospel. Wait, there is our podcast, The Rugged Marriage. I really feel like I should have known that. Yeah, recording a commercial has a way of bringing on amnesia. Well, check out The Rugged Marriage on iTunes and Stitcher. Reform your theology, reform your marriage. And buy your wife some tulips. has been decreed but you guys are listening to apologiaradio.com and uh this is the music from our new little podcast segment we're gonna give to everybody and all the earth what happens on this podcast king ginger well this is what we call the royal decree with ginger and bridger honey and bridger hun- well yes yes we're going with honey bridger aren't <laughs> ginger's we? jester okay. Or, or Sir Bridger. We'll, yeah, let, we'll uh, let him decide. Yeah, on the world no, he decree, doesn't get to decide. Yeah, he doesn't. It, on the world decree, we call him <laughs> Sir Bridger. Yeah, what kind of oh, world is this? Apparently only Jeff gets to decide yeah. what his yeah. name is. Mm-hmm. So what it hey. is, every week, it's just a short 10-minute podcast that's going over probably like a political subject or something. 
And then that's kind of what it is. It's just more content for all the citizens of Apologia and all the earth. Okay. All right. So, all right. King Ginger, what have you decreed? Well, on the last episode, we talked about the defund Planned Parenthood stuff because I saw it and I read the bill. They're trying to defund Planned Parenthood. And I was like, maybe we should read that bill before we start asking our senators to support it. And it only defunds Planned Parenthood for one year. And uh, for a year, it only defunds what? Them I didn't hear you. for a year. <laughs> like, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> and they still get money for abortions in rape and incest and then endangerment. So there's literally, and it's really not enforceable either because if they do receive federal money, they have to pay it back under the, uh, and the person who enforces it is a person on uh, the president's cabinet, I believe. So it's very unlikely that it'll ever be enforced. It's not a strict penalty. There's not prison time or anything. Can I ask a question? Why do we think that it's a victory when we do something like this for a year? Why is everyone satisfied with that? Why? <laughs> I mean, does you know what I'm saying? Do 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 like yeah. in 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 the context? We ripped their toenail off. And yeah, in the context <laughs> of like you know like political discussions, you have things like the right, quote unquote, right versus the quote unquote left, and Democrats versus Republicans. Like honestly, do you think the Democrats are like going? Well, if we could just have a little bit, we'll be totally satisfied. Now, they're all in. They were yeah. all in yeah. for the socialized health care. They were all in for abortion. They want safe and legal abortions for everybody. There was no incrementalism yeah, they just with, right. with Roe v. Wade. Want it. Yeah, there was no incrementalism for, for gay marriage. And do you love the fact, <laughs> you got to think about just the slippery language. Like someone says... It's safe and legal abortions for every woman. They oppose safe and legal abortions. It's like, wait a second. Do you talk like that about the gout? What We want safe and legal gout removal. <laughs> Why would you say safe? I, of course I'd want it to be safe. How about wart removals? Do we say safe and legal wart removals for everybody? Why do you have to use either one of those? Should it be safe to have a wart removed? Well, yeah, I hope. Yeah, why are we talking about that? Of course. How about legal? Why would we have that discussion? It's a wart. Ah, the only reason you would need that slippery language is because it's murder and you needed to convince others to kill their babies mm -hmm. and to be allowed to kill their babies. That's why you say safe and legal mm -hmm. abortions because <laughs> it's slippery language. That's right. And, 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 and that's what they do to get their way and they are all in and they want it all the way. I, I think though, because we were just talking about Christian's hesitation to be crass or, or, or sharp. I think it, it applies here too. When it comes to making laws, we don't really want to be seen as really crazy or, or aggressive right. when it comes to this stuff. If we can't even handle satire, Christians can't handle satire. How can we handle making laws that are even more offensive and will yeah. actually ruin people's lives? Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about this more, but real quick, people, I saw people sharing stuff on social media. The video of a woman, she's on the news, and she's just trashing this, this liberal news uh, guy over the issue of abortion and Hillary Clinton's views on abortion. And she's just I was like, yeah, she's awesome. Look at her go. Look at her go. And I was like, she says in the video, like, she still is for abortion for, for rape and incest. Why are you celebrating that? Mm. I mean, honestly, why are you, I know it's a sensitive issue, but why are you celebrating someone that's still saying, let's make a concession for rape and incest? That's mm -hmm. what Mitt Romney did. 
and uh, the other guy that was running with him did in and uh, in the presidential debates. They're like, but for for rape and incest, I support that." It's like, wait a wait a second. When you're talking, funny? To- we've already forgot that guy's name. I forgot his name. Yeah, it's, it's all about pragmatism, <laughs> it's, right? And I would I would say even worse. It, I would just draw it back to the reason we are terrible at politics is because we are Arminian in our political theology and we don't trust the sovereignty of God. Look, if we are going to lose the abortion battle, let us go out in, in just crazy. Like let us go crazy and let us just be, let there be bodies all over the, the floor, not spiritually speaking, of course, but you know, let us really just go out ridiculous. Like, let us be the ones that I want people to say, man, we're afraid of those pro-lifers when they are in charge of legislation. They're not afraid of us now. No, they're not. They, they don't care if we get elected to Congress and we run both the house and the Senate and the presidency abortion's still going to be intact. Yeah. You know, nobody's yeah. going to do anything. I would rather stand before Jesus having stood on firm convictions in his word and in his truth and having failed the whole way through. Absolutely. Obviously, because God's providence yeah. and his sovereignty. It's God, his... God is sovereign over every one of those dead babies. And for as long as abortion lasts, God is sovereign over it. That's so right. Let's, let's just let's, let's go crazy. Let's go all in. And let's go all in and let's let's end it. Tell the truth about abortion, what it is. Make no concessions. Stop murdering these babies. That's it. That's 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 our stance. Stop murdering these babies. Stop murdering these babies. At 20 weeks. Yes. Stop murdering these babies. <laughs> At 10 weeks. Period. And uh, Everywhere. that's when we start actually having the voice be consistent with what the nature of it is in the culture, stop murdering these babies. That's where we're going to get somewhere. Right. You know, we, we don't make concessions. We're not saying that that's okay. You're still murdering babies. Yeah. Stop murdering these babies. Yeah, but it's the same way in the church, right? So in the church, it's like, well, if we can just get people in the church. Right. If we can just get them here. Yes. If we can just preach a little bit of gospel, yeah. later on, we'll be able to get a little bit more gospel. Yeah. And that's not at all how the sovereignty of God works in that issue. It's just, you preach the whole gospel. If they hate it and reject it, God is still sovereign, and you go on and you sleep at night. Yes, and and see, this is why a thoroughgoing, rugged Calvinism will solve the problems of society. There you go, <laughs> dropping the C word again. <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought up prag, uh, pragmatism, Marcus, because I was going to mention that. You, what you know what pragmatism looks like? You what? Uh, when you have an article come out in AZ Central that says, "Oh, 90% of what Planned Parenthood does is to stop abortions." Yeah, pragmatism looks like, oh, well, only three percent of of what they do is actually abortion. Yeah, somebody so commented and said, the said that. justifies the means. Uh, and they said, uh, well, only 2% of what Planned Parenthood actually does is abortion. So I'm like, so... <laughs> Which okay, is not if, true. If, if 2%, 2% of it, yeah, if even 3- if it was true, that's still murder. Yeah, that's right. what I said. I said, if so if 3% of babies were murdered, would that be like too much for you? Yeah. Like, where, where is that number for you? And... Well, in the amount of murdered babies, that's acceptable. Well, and the, like, that's why this milestone successes don't work. Because it's either murder or it's not murder. Yeah, Like, right. there's no step where they're you know like someone's either dead or they're alive Mm. like that's what we believe Mm -hmm. and that's what's true so you can't say like well it's okay if this person is this amount of dead like there's no amount of dead that someone (laughs) can be (laughs) there's no amount of saved that someone can be there's there's no amount of 
a marriage that can be right. It's either, mm-hmm. you know, proper marriage, mm-hmm. life, like that. It's mm-hmm. just black. It, it really is black it and is white. Black I'm and sorry white. if yep. people don't like that, but it really is. Oh, don't be sorry. Preach it. <laughs> Preach it, but uh, don't. Don't. Uh, well, no, here's, here's something else, too, and this needs to be something people, you need to grapple with this statistic because people use it often, um, and you need to have an answer outside of Planned Parenthood or any abortion clinic. When people say abortion accounts for only 3% or 2% or 1% of what Planned Parenthood does, don't you know that they actually, believe it or not, finesse those numbers? Yeah. Do you do you understand that? That they finesse those numbers like lawyers do with yeah. law? Because you see, what Planned Parenthood does when they say it's 3% or 2% or 1% or whatever statistic they have for that year of abortions as part of their practice it's because when you come in and they do other services on top of what you're doing, like STD testing, like counseling for something, like, for example, handing out a pill to you. Well, um, they, and they put in um, ultrasound statistics, yeah. which they have to do an ultrasound before they give you an abortion. That's right. So, like, so, they'll throw that in that, like, women come in for ultrasounds, but it's actually a part of your that's right. abortion so procedure. They've given you six services. A single person, they gave six services. The murdering of the baby was one. Mm-hmm. The other five obviously are outnumbering the one mm-hmm. by way of services. So that all goes into their um, uh, tally for how much work they're doing and how many babies they're killing. So when they say it's only 3%, it's because the five other services that they did count as a procedure. And so it's still murdering babies. And which, by the way, they list one of them as contraceptives, which they don't include in the abortion number. Yeah, yeah, they're they're putting mm-hmm. all of this together, and right. that's the point. They're adding up all these other services and saying, "Well, look how little uh, the little amount of abortions we're actually doing." You, Which is why, if they don't feel like there's anything wrong with it, if it's just tissue, why do they even need to say, "Oh, we're only doing only three percent of what we do is abortions"? Why do they need to defend that number? Like, yeah. if they if they have no problem with it, then why does it why does it matter how little they're doing it? That's right. That's right. Well. Uh, Luke, you I have got some. A lot you to say. You, How much time we no, got let's left? Go, let's go, man. Let's just go. go. Just go. Keep going. This is our show. It's our studio. Okay. We do what we want. <laughs> so first, first, I'm going to share some Das Boot. Oh, did you see funny autocorrect yesterday? Yeah, dad boot. <laughs> Luke, dad sent, boot. <laughs> Luke sent me a quote, and he always calls Joe Boot, Doctor Joe Boot, Das Boot, and his it autocorrected yeah. to Dad Boot, and yeah. I was like, Papa Boot. Yeah, I didn't even get a chance to respond. Um, Father Boot. Yeah. Father Boot. Mama Boot. So. Um, okay, so he says, Rebellion against God is always marked by hostility, futility, tragedy, and heartbreak. Only sorrow and despair can result from man's rebellion against God. Like, we need to be showing this, which I'm going to lead into that. Um, but we need to be showing this, this very thing, what rebellion against God truly looks like. Um, and so I want to share one more quote. It's actually from um, Oliver Cromwell who spoke to the English Parliament in 1656. This is crazy. This is what he says to the Parliament. Again, 1656 in England. If we can but cry unto him, he will turn and take away our sins. Then let us listen to him and then consult and meet in Parliament and ask him counsel and hear what he saith. For he will speak peace unto his people. If you be the people of God and be for the people of God, he will speak peace and we will not again return to folly. Till God hath brought us to this spirit, he will not bear with us. And then he goes on to say, If God give you the spirit of reformation, you will preserve this nation from turning again to these 
fooleries. And what will be the end? Comfort and blessing. People listening, if we don't do this, if we don't cry out to God, if we're not like being for real about what's happening and we're not exposing the sin that's going on, whether it be crass or not, like nothing's going to change. And um, so going back to the, the Lambo meme and then Marcus and I want to talk a little bit more about satire. Like um, first I want to say this. We saw a lot of people that we said were complaining about being too crass or whatever. My first question to every one of those people that complained about it is what are you doing? What are you doing to put an end to abortion? They're, they're right? making comments on Facebook. They're wasting their time like going after the people that are trying to put an end to it instead of actually doing something. Like that didn't sit right with me at all. I was fired up the other day, Marcus knows. Um, okay, so then I saw another comment that was like, this isn't very honoring to the dead babies that have been murdered. And I, my, my first response was, so what is honoring? To sit on her hands and not say anything? That's honoring to those children? Or is what's honoring to expose what's being done to prevent any more of these children from being murdered? Yeah. And then um, another comment that I just irritated me so bad. was <laughs> This guy says, well, that's what the gospel's job is, is to expose evil. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 I like wanted to punch my computer. I was yeah. like, no, you don't. Like, did you go to Auschwitz to use that again? Like, and you just stand out there and just keep preaching the gospel. You think that that's going to prevent the the Jews from being murdered? Somebody has a gun to someone's head. Your response is not to preach the gospel in that moment. Your right. response is to grab the guy who has the gun, right? And 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 put him under arrest. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. The, the gospel, yes, is 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 gonna is gonna uh, is the point is to preserve their soul eternally. But just preaching the gospel isn't necessarily gonna put an end to all this evil. Yeah, there's a real deception in terms of as if like the gospel does like everything in that moment. Like it's not true. Like the gospel changes someone's heart in a long term and changes things over time. But in moments, sometimes we just need to speak the truth right. at a certain time or we need to do what's right in that moment. If you see a child that's being uh, that's being kidnapped, you don't preach the gospel in that moment. You stop the, the kidnapping. Child, right. You stop the kidnapping. And then preach yeah. the gospel. And then preach the gospel. Yeah. Right. But, but or preach it, the gospel while you're stopping the kidnapping. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Or when the thief breaks in your home, you beat you 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 tackle the thief. And according to biblical law, or shoot him. you have the right to kill the thief you at night. It. You can say it. Yeah, yeah, you have the right to kill the thief at night. At night Only if at night? Your, well, if, at night, if it breaks into your home, it, the, the, there is, there's a difference between <laughs> if you know for sure if he's going to be a threat to you or not. There's right, biblical right. law there. Yeah, yeah. So, so the point is, is that you don't say when the thief comes in in the middle of the night and walks into your room while you're in bed with your children or your wife, and you, you, don't, say, you don't get him to say, do you know the Lord? Let me preach the, the gospel to you. You tackle the thief, protect your family. Yes. And then maybe preach the gospel to him while the police are arriving. Yes. You know? Because I have the gospel, I'm going to do things to shut down abortion. Right. Uh, in addition to preaching the gospel. Right. Well, and it's, it's sort of a shame that, um, to me, I mean, I don't know that, I can't necessarily say that everyone who's commenting this stuff is doing this. Not everyone. No, but, not um, at all. But it's possible that, you know, maybe just consider that what you're doing by saying, just preach the gospel is that you're actually hiding behind a gift from God. You're a coward 
you're afraid to do what's Took hard and you're afraid to not be liked. You're yep. afraid to get spit on. And what you're doing is you're taking God's word and you're using it for your own devices. Comfort. Yeah, what? I actually heard a, radio, a Christian radio host this week. He actually said along the lines of, we don't want to have unbelievers follow God's law because that's what the Pharisees wanted. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that. ridiculous. Yeah. We're, like we don't want you don't want unbelievers to not murder, to not steal, to not rape. Yeah. Like what? What in the world? Yeah. Like, Theology matters. That just doesn't yeah. even. That, that is the most matters. outrageous thing. And so and so we have we have got to just have a full view of what the gospel does in all areas of life. Yeah. Yes. And not just this. Uh, fake piety of we're right. just going to preach the gospel we're just that's all we're going to do and we're just going to stand on our box on the street right. and preach and not actually love our neighbors in other ways as well yeah and and for the record it's the pharisees problem was not that they wanted people to follow god's law it's that they wanted people to follow extra biblical laws that's exactly right mm-hmm. yes yeah. um but i'm glad you brought up brought up cowardice joy because i was going to say that like to me, these issues are two things, laziness and cowardice. Well, that's me. There's been so many times yeah. when I have taken that side of an yeah. issue and I've been like, we just need to be nice. That's really ugly. But you're not you're not reacting to the ugliness of someone confronting sin. You're yeah. reacting to the, the ugliness of that meme about the Lamborghini right. is that it's true and it yeah. is ugly. It's not the ugliness of the person who shared it. Mm-hmm. It's right. not the ugliness of the person that's confronting the sin. It's the ugliness of the sin. Right. Yeah. And you, and can you say can't ugly, be afraid. Yeah, and you can say ugly things without being ugly. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think people understand how that's possible. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. someone like John Stewart, we're talking about satire, right? So people like John Stewart and John Oliver, they say stuff I don't agree with all the time, but I can still appreciate them and be like, you know, I, I, I like them. Like, I would love to have coffee with John Stewart or John Oliver or Colbert and talk about politics and stuff, even though they say stuff to me all the time that just infuriate, they say stuff not to me, but, right. I, but it infuriates me. Right. But I still appreciate them and like them because like of their wittiness and their sharp sword that they mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. I can't help but be reminded of um, just a few weeks ago when we had uh, James White on and he just talked about like a non-reflective society how we sort of just like say things without thinking about what they actually mean um and so i think it's just i don't know like i'm not trying to be get up in people's faces or anything but it's something that i had to do you have to just really think about what you're saying just really think about it i'm not trying to like jam anything down your throat i'm just saying just really think about it if you really consider yourself to be a believer if you're a follower of christ Think, think, really think it through. Thinking is really important. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't. <laughs> right. Christians are the ones. It's Christians that always share Onion articles as actual news. I've uh, seen that a number of times. Always, Did you guys I'm, see this? It's yes, the Onion. Yes. I'm guilty of in the past. <laughs> yeah. An accident. It's, we, we've we've accident. got to really look at the domain name of the source that we're sharing and ask ourselves, is this a legitimate source or is there... A hundred, but a hundred spammy advertisements on this article that might make me think that it's not true. Yeah, if you got a virus in your computer when you read the article, don't share it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's another thing. If you're so, if you've grown up in this world and your brain has been affected by any sort of propaganda, just consider that 
like the same goes for your brain. If a thought comes out of your deceived heart, then just think, hmm, I should fact check that because it came from me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Can I do something here, guys? Pretty fun. This is we're we're kind of wrapping up the show. Go ahead. But I, I really want you guys to do this. And you guys all at the table participate. And everybody who's listening to this right now at home or in your car I'm or whatever. I'm excited for this. Um, you are going to participate right now. So probably maybe get a pen and paper. Uh, you know, you're allowed to hit pause or whatever to get ready. So you're all going to participate. Everyone have pens. There's a pen over here. You guys can share this if you want. You need you a want. piece of paper and a pen. Um, so I got paper over there for you guys. And, uh, you know, uh, get set. Uh, so this is really fun. And I want to see if it actually works for, for everybody. So here is some interactive magic. Um... For the mind, for your mind grape. Okay, everyone set? Everybody set? Okay, here we go. This Gerp. is grape. <laughs> That's how you say it. Grape. Possible peach. Zero. Okay. <clears throat> pick a number between one and ten. Any- pick a number between one and ten. Between one and ten will do, and that's going to be your secret number. <gasps> Got it? Good. Next, I need you to take your secret number and multiply it by two. That's right, times it by two. Give you guys a moment. Might be very difficult. I bet you the homeschoolers, <laughs> homeschoolers like, Already let's got go, it. get <laughs> it. They don't, even, they don't even need go. paper. They don't yeah. need paper. They got okay. it in Okay, ready? Everyone have your number times two? Good. Now you should have a new secret number, but we're not done yet. Now I want you to take that new number and add eight. That's right, add eight to your new number. And... Go ahead and no, add sorry. eight. I've already done this. Are already, we allowed so. to use calculators? Do you have a pen? Okay. Don't 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 say it out loud. Oh, thanks for no. ruining yeah. it for us. Okay. Don't don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. So add your eight. Good. Okay. Good. Everyone, add eight to your secret number. Okay. Yep. Good. Don't say it out loud. Are you still with me? Who? Once you have added eight, you should now have an even newer number. <laughs> what I'd wow. like you to do is take that newer number and divide it by two. Divide that newer number by two. Take a moment, take a breath, divide it by two, just take it in half. If you had 10 apples, you're gonna have five. That's right, take your current number and divide by two. Good. And finally, whatever number you have now, whatever number you're currently on, I want you to subtract your original secret number. So whatever number you picked at the beginning, I want you to subtract that from the number you currently have. Go ahead and do that. Good. Everyone set? So if you're in your car driver right now, give you a second, take a breath, and subtract now. Now you should have a totally original number. Not only do I not know what your number is, but you probably didn't know that you were going to end up on that number. Your mom didn't know. So, whatever your new secret number is, I want you to take it and convert it to a letter of the alphabet. For instance, if your number is 1, your letter would be A. If your number was 2, your letter would be B, 3, C, and so on. Got it? Okay, we're almost done here. Just a few more things. Once you have your letter, whatever letter that is, I want you to think of that letter and think of a country somewhere in the world that starts with that letter. Okay, this might take you a second. So you have that letter. Now think of a country in the world that starts with that. Good, good, good. Here we go. Okay, do you have one now? Good. Next, whatever letter you were on, I want you to move one step forward in the alphabet. So, if you were on A, you'd go to B, B to C, C to D, and so on, until you come upon the next letter in the alphabet. Got it? Got it. So, now your new letter is the letter after that letter you had in the alphabet. Get set. 
This next letter, you're going to think of an animal, big or small, the first animal that comes to mind. And finally, you're going to think of the color of that animal, the color of the animal you just came up Does with. Does it have to start with the letter? So, so you want to think of an animal, big or small, that starts with that letter. Okay. And then think of the color of that animal, okay? So you're going to write those down. So you got your country, you've got the, um, the animal, and you've got the color. Let's recap. You should have three things in your head. A color, an animal, and a country. I want you to go ahead and think of them. Think of the color, the animal, and the country. The color, the animal, and the country. No. It didn't work. There are no gray elephants from Denmark. Nope. <laughs> if my mind reading worked on you, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you're special. Did you get it? Nope. I did. did. He got. That's what I had. Did he get it? That's ridiculous. Did you hear him? He that's said there are I, no yeah. gray elephants in Denmark. That's, that's not it. That is not what I got. Gray elephant Denmark. What did wow. you get? Did you get it? I got a uh, a black electric eel from the Dominican Republic. Did you really? Yeah. I wow. had Dominican Republic too. Did you have Dominican Republic? Mm -hmm. did but you? I did have gray elephant. Did you? Wow. All right. Well, I think it, it, got me. it got <laughs> me. It got me. Okay, so it got Luke and Sage, and it got me. Well, because no matter what, no matter what you do, it always will get you to D. So are we? I'm, oh, I'm not going to get to play the shark video. Oh, absolutely! Please do. That was just for fun. Be because we're talking about animals. Yes. Yeah. That was speaking, a segue. Speaking, well, speaking of animals. Of, speaking of elephants, um, Marcus thinks that this animal we're going to talk yeah. about in a second is the same <laughs> as an elephant. Yeah. A shark and an elephant are very similar. <laughs> okay, so um, last week, if you guys didn't see it, there was a surfing competition in Australia, and this guy got attacked by a tiger shark during the competition, and it was amazing the guy is okay but he's basically out on the surfboard and then all of a sudden he starts freaking out you see the like tail fin come up and the dorsal fin and then all of a sudden the dude just goes underwater for like 30 seconds people are like freaking out and then he pops back up so what happened was the shark grabbed his his line that connects his ankle to the surfboard dragged him under he punched the shark in the back and it bit through the cable and then he was fine and the shark swam away it was an epic video it was amazing praise god the guy didn't get hurt so, I only want to talk about it for this very reason, to talk about this next video that actually I think came out the week before that. No, I think it was that. No, uh, it came out before. No, I it really came out before. I saw it this. came out for Shark Week. Oh, okay. which was the week before. Oh, okay. So this video is one of the most amazing videos I've ever seen in my entire life. So this is a woman in her car talking about sharks, pe sharks people getting the in the ocean. House. Yes, she was. I think she was inspired by Shark yes. Week. Okay. Yes, to give her peace. Here we go. If it'll play, there we go. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made. Glory. I will rejoice and eat meat in it. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm on my way to church this morning. But I wanted to make a quick video um, because my spirit was troubled this morning. I <laughs> had the news on. It was talking about somebody else and got ate up by a shark. I want you all to be mindful when you're vacationing. You know, you're going to the beach. Do that. Go to the beach. Don't go to the ocean. Okay. The ocean is the shark's house. Okay? I'm not... And I can swim. I can swim. My whole body is a, a flotation device. My whole body is a flotation device. I don't have to do nothing to float. But I can swim. Another thing that makes me suspect and makes me, you know, <laughs> has my Negro membership card in question, because most black people can't swim, but I can swim. But I'm not going to the ocean, because that's the shark's house. Okay? 
The shark has the right to eat you up when you in his house. When chickens come in my house, guess what? They get ate. When pigs come in my house, they own the plate. So when you go in the shark's house, you're going to get ate up, okay? So I want you to be safe. I want you to be happy. You know, let's, let's use some common sense. If you go into the beach, go to the beach. You watch the ocean from a distance, okay? Please be safe. Safety first. Please, I don't want to hear about nobody from the meat ministry being shark bait, okay? And stay out the woods, too. Don't go don't go fooling around with the bears. Either. Amen. The bears will eat you up. That's stay what they're supposed them. to do because you in their house. You know, when, when animals come in my house, they end up on the plate. They get ate up. So the same thing happens when you go to their house. So stay out of the ocean, okay? That's the shark's. You know, do you can you imagine how excited the shark would be to see me land up in, on, on a plate in his house? Lord Jesus, oh God, no! <laughs> so if you want, to, I just want you to be safe, be be happy, be fat, whatever meat is on your bones, rejoice in it today. Hallelujah! I love you. There's nothing that you can do about it. God love you. God keep you, and stay out them oceans. Jesus, <laughs> learning and growing. <laughs> Amazing, right? That's fantastic. So uh, we're going to wrap up the show here, but let me just, uh, I'll wrap it up with a little discussion on how I learned something in Kauai uh, doing the wedding out there, Renewal of Vows, member of our church. I learned something about my wife while mm. I was in the ocean. Um, this Good thing new this wasn't knowledge, a shark story. This new knowledge does not encourage me. Um, I was very surprised by it. So I've never been snorkeling, never. And I am kind of terrified of the ocean in the first place. I, ever, I think most people know that about me. I'm, I'm really scared of, of the ocean. But I loved it. I loved it. I got into the water and I was snorkeling and there were fish everywhere. And so we had gone to a scuba store before we got in the water. And the guy at the scuba shop um, apparently wanted me dead uh, because I found out later that the stuff he sold me, the sharks love. And they smell it, and they they come. The um, Apparently, the guy wanted me dead. So it's these little pellets in a little like kind of sleeve, um, and and it's, there's two of them. They come in a package. There's two of them, and there's a lot of them. He says that this is tropical bait fi- uh, for um, for the fish, and and he said you you toss it out, and he says they come from everywhere. They smell it, and they know what it is, and it's like crack for these fish. So he says this to me. He says, "Here's the one thing." He said, "Don't put it all out at the same time." And so we get to the water, we get in, and I had to test that claim. So you didn't listen to what he said. <laughs> so, so, here's, well, so here's, what you're saying is uh, anything that happens after this point is completely your fault. Well, not really, because <laughs> of my, listening. what my wife did in response to the fish is unacceptable and uh, has me worried about living and sleeping with her. <laughs> um, so uh, I take the, the thing underwater there's fish everywhere. I break it open, and all these hundreds of pellets all fly of out. All of it, right? All of it. The whole thing, the which whole is what he said not to do. He said not to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it because fish will go crazy. A frenzy. He said it'd be a frenzy. <laughs> and maybe your wife will get into a frenzy, so, too. <laughs> so she's terrified in, in the first place. She is seriously, I can't even get her to get off the boogie board because she's so scared. And so I break it open, we're in the water, and we all we get swarmed by, it must have been, no joke, it must have been a thousand fish. I mean, it's that many. And there are all these colors, yellow ones, pink ones, color, really amazing, clear, see-through ones, Mom. and massive. 
they start swarming us. And they're eating us. Like, oh, this is, this is glorious. They're like swimming over to my legs and my arms. And they're not going to hurt us, right? I mean, just fish. And they're everywhere. And I can hear my wife underwater. <laughs> under the water, I hear her voice. And what she does <laughs> to me, her husband, the man who loves her, and provides for her. And broke all the fish the pellets father out of the ocean. The children. <laughs> the man who has married to this woman for almost 17 years. She, underwater, <laughs> tries to get away. And she saw me in front of these fish. She kicked me in the chest <laughs> as hard as she could into the fish to push off of me to get back to shore. And I, I was like, underwater. And I'm just like pushed into the fish. She gets out. I swim back to the shore. I said, did you just kick me? Why would it be bad for her to kick you into the fish? I thought it wasn't a big deal to be swarmed by fish. <laughs> because of her intention. Were you scared of it? No, it's her intention. She because said, I think she was scared too. <laughs> I said, did you kick me into the fish? She said, yes. <laughs> I, she said, you're the man. You're supposed to sacrifice right? yourself for me. I, yeah. said, I said, you kicked me. Because you thought they were going to attack us? She Man says, goes yes. down, woman goes free. She said, you were the only thing I could push off of, and I thought that they would go after you. <laughs> and the moral of the story love. here, of the story love, is if you would have followed the rules to begin with, there would never have been an issue. <laughs> she still has no right to kick me <laughs> into the fence. All right. So there you go. Another episode of Bology Radio in the can. Sounds like you have no sympathy on this show. I Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right, that was Joy the Girl. Thanks, Joy. Luke You're Bear, welcome. Peace out. The homeschooled woodpecking team, my son Sage, and the boys. Marcus, King Ginger, me, Jeff. Stay tuned for the Royal Decree. Royal Decree. Catch it at ApologyRadio.com. Same podcast fees, same channel. That's right. Join the uh, All Access, guys. Get the great content. It really is a blessing. I am working right now on the Apologia Academy, the first one. It's going to be on Mormonism. Um, I just am very excited about it. I'm going to do stuff I've never done before um, on Mormonism and how to reach Mormons. And I'm thrilled. It's coming um, within the next month or two, hopefully. You're going to get your first Apologia Academy and follow it after that with a consistent series of Apologia Academy. All right, y'all. So I want to thank you guys so much for joining us. And we will catch you guys next time. Tell your friends to get Apologia All Access. Hi, this is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio. You can get us at ApologiaRadio.com. I'm also the pastor at Apologia Church in Tempe. You can get us at ApologiaChurch.com. want to invite you guys to join us for worship, the word, and fellowship on Sundays at 4 p.m. And that's Joy Temby. Hey there. We are a family-integrated church, so we invite you to bring your whole family to worship with us. This is Luke Pearson, the ministry bear, also discipleship pastor at Apologia Church. Like Jeff mentioned, we are now meeting at a new location and time, 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoons at Arizona Community Church, that's 9325 South Rural Road and Tempe. We're meeting in the community center, and that is between Warner and Ray off of Rural. Again, you can reach us on them internets at apologiachurch.com. Delicious beards are encouraged but not required. <laughs> Glory!